Hello, and welcome to episode 29 of the Dose of Joy podcast. I'm your host, Joy Huber. Thank you for taking time to listen to this podcast, and thank you for sharing this podcast with those you know who are facing cancer. I've received a lot of compliments on how comforting it is to hear a podcast with such a positive patient perspective, and it's my passion to guide you to specific resources that will help you while encouraging you throughout your journey. I give a special thanks to Joetta Carter-Jarecki in this episode for her ongoing support of the podcast. Since April is the Awareness Month for Testicular Cancer, today's show will focus mostly on that. But keep listening in, even if you're not facing this cancer, as I'll share another bonus resource that can help you no matter what cancer you're facing. Let's start off by learning more about the testicles. The testicles are part of the male reproductive system. Normally, there are two testicles, and they are located under the penis in a sac-like pouch called the scrotum. They can also be called testes or gonads. The testicles produce sperm and testosterone. Testosterone is a hormone that plays a role in the development of male reproductive organs and other masculine characteristics. Here's more information about testicular cancer. Most types of testicular cancer develop in the sperm-producing cells, known as germ cells, and are referred to as germ cell tumors. Germ cell tumors can start in several parts of the body. The testicles, which is the most common, the back of the abdomen near the spine, called the retroperitoneum, the central portion of the chest between the lungs, called the mediastinum, the lower spine, and very rarely, a small gland in the brain called the pineal gland. Testicular cancer is almost always curable if found early, and it is usually curable even when found at a later stage, according to a page from Cancer.net, as of the information available as of this recording. There are two main categories of germ cell tumors that start in the testicles. Seminoma, A tumor is only called a seminoma if it is 100% seminoma and a non-seminoma. 
This year, an estimated 9,910 people in the United States will be diagnosed with testicular cancer. About one out of every 250 men and boys will be diagnosed with the disease during their lifetime. Worldwide, an estimated 74,458 people were diagnosed with testicular cancer in 2020. Testicular cancer is one of the most commonly diagnosed cancers in young adult men, particularly between ages 30 and 39. In 2020, there were an estimated 3,100 new cases of the disease in the United States among people aged 30 to 39 and 3,000 new cases in the United States among people aged 20 to 29. The average age of diagnosis is 33. However, the disease can occur at any age. Approximately 6% of cases are diagnosed in children and teens. An estimated 8% of cases are diagnosed in men 56 or older. For unknown reasons, the number of testicular cancer cases has increased for many decades. However, the rate of increase has slowed down recently. Some famous people you've likely heard of who have faced testicular cancer include Eric Chantou, the Olympic swimmer, was diagnosed with testicular cancer in July of 2008, one week before he qualified for the 2008 Summer Olympics. He still competed and told Swimming World the struggle actually helped give him a different perspective on his sport. He was quoted as saying, I think a lot of the times when you get to a high level of competition, it becomes the most important thing in the world, and it's really not. There is a big life outside of sports, he said. This was on Prevention.com, and I'll share the link on the podcast Facebook page so you can look at number 26 if you're looking for his information. Cyclist Lance Armstrong was also diagnosed with stage 3 advanced testicular cancer in 1996 at the age of 25, according to his Wikipedia page as of this recording. The cancer had spread to his lymph nodes, lungs, brain, and abdomen. Here's some of the risk factors that can raise a person's risk of developing testicular cancer. 
A risk factor is anything that increases a person's chance of developing cancer. Although risk factors often influence the development of cancer, most do not directly cause cancer. Some people with several risk factors never develop cancer, while others with no known risk factors do. Knowing your risk factors and talking about them with your doctor may help you make more informed lifestyle and healthcare choices. However, it is important to note that the cause of testicular cancer is not known. Here's some of those risk factors. Age. More than half of the people who are diagnosed with testicular cancer are between age 20 and 45. However, people of any age can develop this disease, including those in their teens and in their 60s. So it is important that anyone with symptoms of testicular cancer visit their doctor. Family history, a person who has a close relative, particularly a sibling who has had testicular cancer, has an increased risk of developing testicular cancer. Personal history, people who have had cancer in one testicle have an increased risk of developing cancer in the other testicle. It is estimated that out of every 100 people with testicular cancer, two will develop cancer in the other testicle. Race. Although people of any race can develop testicular cancer, white people are more likely than those of other races to be diagnosed with testicular cancer. Testicular cancer is rare in black people. However, black people with testicular cancer are more likely to die of the cancer than white people, particularly if the cancer has spread to the lymph nodes or other parts of the body when it is diagnosed. Human immunodeficiency virus, or HIV. People with HIV, or Acquired Immune Deficiency Syndrome, AIDS, A-I-D-S, caused by HIV, have a slightly higher risk of developing seminoma. Most often, testicular cancer can be found at an early stage. Many people find the cancer themselves while performing a self-examination. Or a sexual partner may notice a change that leads to a diagnosis. Some doctors recommend that men ages 15 to 55 perform a monthly self-examination to find any changes. Monthly testicular self-examinations performed after a warm shower can help find the cancer at an early stage when it is more likely to be successfully treated. People who notice a lump, 
hardness, enlargement, pain, or any other change in one or both of their testicles should visit their doctor immediately. People with testicular cancer may experience a variety of symptoms or signs. Sometimes people with testicular cancer do not have any of these changes, or the cause of a symptom may be a different medical condition that is not cancer. So having these symptoms does not mean that a person definitely has cancer. Usually, an enlarged testicle or a small lump or area of hardness are the first signs of testicular cancer. Any lump, enlargement, hardness, pain, or tenderness should be evaluated by a doctor as soon as possible. Other symptoms of testicular cancer usually do not appear until after the cancer has spread to other parts of the body. Symptoms of testicular cancer may include a painless lump or swelling on either testicle. If found early, a testicular tumor may be about the size of a pea or a marble, but it can grow much larger. Pain, discomfort, or numbness in a testicle or the scrotum with or without swelling. Change in the way a testicle feels or a feeling of heaviness in the scrotum. For example, one testicle may become firmer than the other testicle. Or testicular cancer may cause the testicle to grow bigger or to become smaller. Dull ache in the lower abdomen or groin. Sudden buildup of fluid in the scrotum. Breast tenderness or growth. Although rare, some testicular tumors make hormones that cause breast tenderness or growth of breast tissue. Lower back pain, shortness of breath, chest pain, and bloody sputum or phlegm can be symptoms of later-stage testicular cancer. Swelling of one or both legs or shortness of breath from a blood clot can be symptoms of testicular cancer. A blood clot in a large vein is called deep venous thrombosis or DVT. A blood clot in an artery in the lung is called a pulmonary embolism and causes shortness of breath. For some young or middle-aged people, developing a blood clot may be the first sign of testicular cancer. Up next, treatment options and recommendations depending on several factors, including the type and stage of cancer, possible side effects, and the patient's preferences and overall health. The first treatment for testicular cancer is usually surgery to remove the testicle. 
Rarely chemotherapy is given first if the cancer has already spread beyond the testicle when diagnosed. After surgery, chemotherapy or radiation therapy may be recommended. Germ cell tumors are highly sensitive to chemotherapy and are usually curable even if the cancer has spread. But chemotherapy is not very effective for a type of germ cell tumor called the teratoma. This type needs to be removed with surgery. Because many non-seminomas are a mixture of teratoma and other types of germ cell tumor, successful treatment often requires chemotherapy followed by surgery to remove any of the remaining tumor. Radiation therapy may be recommended to treat early-stage seminoma or cancer that has spread to the brain. People with testicular cancer usually have concerns about how their treatment will affect their sexual health, fertility, and quality of life. Discuss these topics with your doctor before treatment begins because there is often more than one treatment option available. The final choice of a treatment plan depends on your specific situation. Take time to learn about all of your treatment options and be sure to ask questions about things that are unclear. Talk with your doctor about the goals of each treatment and what you can expect while receiving the treatment. According to Testicular Cancer Awareness Foundation.org, testicular cancer is the leading cancer in men 15 to 44. They detail a four-step self-exam you can do to get familiar and check for changes right on their homepage. Save Your Life Self-Exam A testicular self-exam can detect early signs and symptoms. I'll put the link to this page on the Dose of Joy podcast Facebook page this week, too. I'll also share the link to a specific online support page they have. As of this recording, it states, A unique challenge of testicular cancer is that it typically strikes younger men who are not used to dealing with health issues. Because testicular cancer is not as common as other cancers, some medical facilities are inexperienced in the treatment of this disease and may be unaware of the most effective protocols. TCAF, or the Testicular Cancer Awareness Foundation, has created a list of known experts for the treatment of testicular cancer. It is well advised to have your physician consult with an expert to ensure you receive the best treatments. 
I'll share on the Dose of Joy podcast Facebook page, the page where you can get to their list of TC or testicular cancer experts. And although not medical professionals, TCAF volunteers may help you understand your diagnosis and provide treatment options. Their online support can provide invaluable peer-to-peer support. Join their private Facebook group to interact with TCAF volunteers and other testicular cancer fighters and caregivers. You can get to that by searching for Testicular Cancer Support Group on Facebook. And I promised I would wrap up with a resource for you regardless of the kind of cancer you're facing. So let me tell you about Johnny Immerman, who I've had the pleasure of meeting in person. At 26 years old, Johnny Immerman was diagnosed with testicular cancer and began his fight against the disease. Throughout his experience, Johnny was lucky enough to have loving support from his family and friends, but had never met anyone his age who was a cancer survivor. He wanted to talk to someone just like him, someone who truly understood and was intimately familiar with his experience. In short, he was looking for someone who had already faced the same type of cancer. This was the beginning of Johnny's vision, and in 2006, it became a reality when he founded Immerman Angels. Through their unique matching process, Immerman Angels partners anyone, any age, any gender, anywhere, and any cancer type seeking support with someone just like them a mentor angel. A mentor angel is a cancer survivor or caregiver who most importantly has faced the same type of cancer. You can sign up to get free cancer support at immermanangels.org forward slash get dash support. That's Angels. I-M-E-R-M-A-N-A-N-G-E-L-S dot org forward slash get G-E-T dash or hyphen support S-U-P-P-O-R-T. With that, I wrap up another episode of Dose of Joy. Remember, you can email the show at doseofjoypodcast at hotmail.com. I encourage you to email if you have a non-medical question about facing cancer. While I won't be able to respond to all due to the volume of questions received, I may be able to answer your question in the next show. 
also like the Dose of Joy podcast Facebook page to plug into the regular post where specific links to resources highlighted in the show are shared. Until next time, I leave you with my heartfelt wish for a joy-filled life. I'm gonna laugh and I'm gonna cry The world is waiting here for me I can do more than just survive I wanna see how